Hello and welcome to the Shropshire and Marches Circuit Service for the fifth Sunday of Easter. Like all of our circuit services so far, this morning's service is very much a collaborative effort. And so before we begin, I'd like to thank the Reverend Richard Hall for providing our opening prayers. Pastor Jacob Molyneux for providing the music this morning. Reverend Shalom McNeil Cooper for our reflection. And the Reverend Julius Skitt for providing our prayers of intercession. My name is the Reverend James Eaton Challoner. As well as being the fifth Sunday of the Easter season, today is the beginning of Christian Aid Week. And our service will follow that theme. Like many church activities at the moment, Christian Aid Week is being done differently and we're doing it digitally this year. So during our worship together this morning, we'll have space to read and listen to sing and pray, and remember and acknowledge that we are part of a global community. We are neighbours near and far who are going through this coronavirus pandemic together. And so may our shared experience unite us in praise and prayer as one human family, separate but together in the home that is God's world. And so, Richard will lead our opening prayers. Let us pray. Living God, we come as your people, bringing to you all that we have and all that we are. We come from our different situations, gathered in fellowship with one another, even though we are separated physically. We come with your whole church on earth and in heaven, one people united in your praise. We thank you for your faithfulness and love, continually leading your people in every generation. Through law and prophets, you spoke your will and purpose. When we refused to hear your call, still you would not give us up. In the fullness of time, you came to us in Jesus to reveal your way, your truth and your life. We rejected your way, handing him over to death, only to discover that death itself could not contain him. You raised Jesus with power and glory, lifting him to your right hand, where he lives forever to pray for us. And so we thank you, Father, that you are ever-present on our journey in the power of your Spirit, leading us in truth and guiding us in your way. Forgive us, Lord, when we have turned aside from the path to which you have called us, when we have forgotten your command to love one another as you have loved us, when we have lived as though you were absent. Guide our steps when we are hesitant and faltering. Lift us when we have fallen. And humble us when we are so certain of the way that we forget to ask for your direction. 
may each one of us hear for ourselves the gracious word of Christ, that in him our sins are forgiven. And may the power of that forgiveness grow and deepen in us, that we might be a people of welcome and forgiveness. All our prayers we offer in the name of Jesus, the living way. Amen. And now Jacob will lead us in our hymn, Lord for the Years, which is number 470 in Singing the Faith. Lord for the years your love has kept and guided, urged and inspired us, cheered us on our way, sought us and saved us, pardoned and provided. Lord of the years, we bring our thanks today. And that's Lord for the years, which is number 470 in Singing the Faith. Lord, through the years, your love has kept and guided, urged and inspired us, cheered us on our way, sought us and saved us, pardoned and provided, Lord of the years, we bring our thanks today. Lord, for that word, the word of life that fires us, and trains, rebukes us and inspires us, Lord of the world, receive your people's praise. Lord, for our land, in this our generation, Spirits oppressed by pleasure, wealth and care For young and old, for commonwealth and nation Lord of our land, be pleased to hear our prayer in strength and comfortless in pain hungry and helpless lost indeed without him Lord of the world we pray that Christ may reign Living power, remake us, 
Himself on the cross and Christ upon the throne. Both pass behind us for the future take us, Lord of our lives, to live for Christ alone. Testament reading this morning is Psalm 31 verses 1 to 5 and then 15 to 16. That's Psalm 31 verses 1 to 5 and 15 to 16. In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me, rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. And our New Testament reading is from St John's Gospel, John chapter 14, verses 1 through to 14. John 14, verses 1 to 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. So that is where I am. There you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. But Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father, how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. And may God add his blessing to those words. 
and may the Spirit of God open our hearts and our minds to what she will say to us now from those words from Scripture. Amen. This week's reflections come from our friends at Christian Aid. And it begins by speaking of the promises in the gospel. We're used to hearing this gospel, perhaps at funerals. Words of comfort and hope for those who mourn and are bereft. But the comforting words of Jesus, do not let your hearts be troubled, are spoken to us and spoken to the disciples who have good reason to have troubled hearts. Jesus says these words at the Last Supper, just after he washed their feet with his own hands, talked of his betrayal and of Peter's denial. These are words of comfort offered for unsettling times, and they're worth meditating on in these challenging times today. With COVID-19 resulting in many of us spreading out much more time in our houses, the spaciousness of the Father's house with many dwelling places, it may sound appealing, particularly to those who are struggling to find their own space. Dwelling place isn't a term we often use these days to describe the places where we live. But in this time of forced isolation, our homes have become places to dwell more than maybe we've ever known before. Jesus uses the word dwell again when he talks of the Father who dwells in me. And in these days when our church buildings have had to remain largely empty and closed for worship, we're presented with the possibility of gaining a deeper understanding of what it is to dwell in the Father's presence and to know what it is to have God's Spirit dwell in us. Where many are turning to mindfulness and meditation in these anxious times, this gospel also offers us the invitation to spend time dwelling in the presence of God and to not let our hearts be troubled. For those who can find the space, our homes can become our hermitage, a dwelling place for spiritual retreat. And when we are finally able to leave our homes, we can still carry this dwelling place in our hearts wherever we go. The Gospel reminds us how Jesus frequently rises early in the morning to take time to abide with and in God. Maybe it is this dwelling with the Father that Jesus is referencing when he talks of doing the works that I do, along with the healing, ministering, speaking truth to power. This time to dwell with the Father is the source of all his speaking and doing in the world. May we also take strength from our time with God as we consider what we can do in response to these exceptional times. At some point, perhaps not quite yet, we too need to face up to the honest questions that the response to COVID-19 prompts us to ask. Questions such as how we can reimagine and create a world where no one dies of a preventable disease that we already have vaccinations for and medicines to treat. 
asking the question of why there are still more than 7,500 children under the age of five dying every day from such diseases. These questions take on a greater resonance this week during the week of Christian aid. The disciples' response to their confusion, Jesus replies with, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This takes on a new meaning through the lens of COVID-19. How precious life has become when we have come so close to our human frailty and vulnerability. What are the new truths that we need to face up to now that COVID-19 has shone a light on the weakness and cracks in our economic and social systems? What is the way that we can all walk together to ensure fullness of life for everyone? The gospel passage concludes with a call to action. We are encouraging this in this Christian Aid Week, a call to prayer. Right in the middle of the Last Supper, Jesus encourages the disciples to ask him for anything and he will do it. He repeats his offer that he will do whatever you ask in his name. These are hard words to reconcile with the prayers that have seemingly gone unanswered in these difficult days. And they may have been difficult for the disciples to accept in the events that were to follow in their days to come. There are the words Jesus wants his disciples, his followers, us, to remember that even though he's no longer with them, he wants them to come to him, as he does the Father, with every cause, concern, and request, even if they can no longer see him or be with him in person. These are words of hope and promise of connection for us and always, but in particular these days when we are so separate but we are never alone. Physical absence and separation do not mean abandonment, and by entering into the dwelling place of God in prayer, he brings us back to the way, the truth, and the life again and again and again. May we be blessed and bold to live these words, that we may dwell in God and he in us. All thanks be to God. Amen. God, our refuge, we come to you with softened and broken hearts, some of us full of questions, some of us bruised by bereavement, some of us fearful of what the future holds, all of us stunned by the events of this year. Draw close to us now, in each of our homes, as we place our honest questions and hopes into your open resurrected, yet scarred hands. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
with the honesty of the psalmist, the wrestling questions of Job, and the lament of the prophets. We bring to you our questions and our silence. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Hear the cry of our hearts, Lord, silent and loud for bereaved neighbours near and far. Comfort those pained by being absent and hold close those who are hurting alone. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In this season of Easter, renew us with resurrection hope that while weeping lingers in these days and nights, joy will come. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. On this Christian Aid Week Sunday, we pray for and with communities across the world who are most vulnerable to coronavirus. We pray for people living in refugee camps and city slums with limited sanitation facilities, who are unable to wash their hands regularly and have little opportunity to isolate from others. And we pray for the powerless children gathered in a refugee cramp, crowded in Bangladesh. We pray for Christian Aid partners working to provide soap and buckets, communicating clear, accurate information raising the voices of the most vulnerable and ensuring they are kept as safe as possible. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For those of us who are self-isolating, which can sometimes feel like we aren't doing anything, remind us that we are all doing our part and saving lives by staying at home. And we pray that all those who can will give as generously as they can to help those who do not have the same safety and provision. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for much wisdom and resources for those in local and national authority, for all frontline and key workers here in Britain, Ireland and across the world, and for the many people who work tires tirelessly on the front line, workers and volunteers alike, and for Christian aid partners working to help others across the world.
God in your mercy, hear our prayer. In praise of your glorious creation, Lord, and with the hope that the first shoots of another possible world are coming into view. Give us the wisdom to see where we have gone wrong and the courage to commit to doing our part in putting it right, bringing into being your resurrection light. God, in your mercy, hear all our prayers as we bring them together with the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. In most of our church services, normally we dedicate an offering. That offering might be financial, but it's also the offering of our time and our talents. Clearly we're not having an offering in the traditional sense this morning, but I'm aware that we are still giving. Some of us will be continuing to give to our chapels, either directly through standing orders or perhaps through putting money aside so that when we do gather together, money can be offered and given back to God's church but it's not just those offerings that we are giving thanks for many of you will be offering time that might be helping somebody who is self-shielding but it's also the time that we spend keeping in touch with one another and not just within the church, with our friends, our families and our community outside the church. For the phone calls that we've made, for the leaflets that we've had delivered. And also with this time, I'm also aware that many of us are spending more time in prayer so that too we offer to God. And of course, because this is Christian Aid Week, we also remember that we'll be offering perhaps in different means this year because there is no house-to-house -house collection money to Christian Aid. And if you look on the website, then there are details about how you can donate electronically. So it's appropriate with all that we're doing that we now offer our financial gifts, our gifts of time and of the gifts of our talents to God 
asking that they might be blessed for his service. So let us pray. Almighty God, we offer to you now those gifts of finance, of time and of talents that we are employing at this moment for your service. We thank you that even in these strange times you call us to offer of ourselves to your people and to your world. So may all our gifts be acceptable in your sight. May they be used to further your kingdom. And may we know that we are part of one people, your people. So bless our gifts and bless each one of us. And may our lives be an acceptable offering in union with our risen Lord Jesus. Amen. And our closing hymn is Be Thou My Vision, led again by Jacob. And that's number 545 in Singing the Faith, or if you've got hymns and psalms, it's number 378. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, be, else, be all else but naught to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night, both waking and sleeping, thy presence my light. 545 in Singing the Faith, or 378 in Hymns and Psalms. Be thou mine inheritance. 
Amen.